Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode, episode number 10, to be precise, of This Week in History, where we take a look back at one particular chunk of time and see what happened during it. This week, of course, we're looking back at February 19th to the 25th. We want to thank everybody who's joining us, watching on YouTube or on Facebook, plus, well, listening to us on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you can get your podcasts from. Of course, we are part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network here in Ontario, Canada, but we just recently made an announcement that we are part of the Johnners Podcasting Network over in the UK. So I want to welcome everybody who is a part of their listening audience and hope you enjoy this show. And we feel free to let us know any ideas, comments, concerns, and if you want to be a part of it, we're available. Running across the bottom of the screen is how you can get in touch with us at all times, and we'll definitely look forward to hearing from you. But as I said, this show of our three is the This Week in History episode, and we can't do it without Jonesy in Niagara Falls, who does a lot of the research, and I just fill in the banter. Jonesy, how are hey. you doing? I'm doing pretty good uh, on the Canadian side of the border. Yeah, how was your week? Uh, not too bad. We got a lot of snow. Um, finally solved some uh, post-moving problems and uh, settling in. I've been busy doing a bunch of the wrestling history. I'm into mid-March now, uh, ready to be uh, going through all the WrestleManias. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, WrestleManias coming up between March and April. Uh, they did shuffle the dates around sometimes, uh, depending on when it was. Uh, this week we have a lot of Elimination Chambers and also, uh, is it Super Brawls uh, to look back on for uh, WCW? Uh, no Way Outs, uh, which became Elimination Chambers. Some birth dates, some deaths, uh, a lot of things, title changes. Uh, if you're ready, I can we can start diving into this history. All right, starting with February 19th. 47 years ago, pro wrestler and strongman George Carl Julius Hackenschmidt dies in a hospital in London, England. He was 90 years old. He was born on August 1st, 1877. His feats of strength astounded everyone that witnessed them. Among them, lifting a small horse, lifting 276 pounds with one hand, and bench pressing a 335-pound barbell from the wrestler's bridge position. Before wrestling, he worked in a factory as a blacksmith's apprentice. He was a member of the Athletic and Cycling Club of Rebel, today known as Talon. He became a prize cyclist, wrestling, and weightlifter. At a time, he won virtually everywhere he wrestled. By 1903, Hacken Smith was commanding audiences in music halls, opera halls, and theaters. He'd wrestle as many as five times a night, winning them all with minimal effort. Hacken Smith's height of his popularity was admired by men, including President Theodore Roosevelt and adored by women. He was inducted into the 2016 Sorry, 16, 2016 WWE Hall of Fame. All right, 53 years ago. In New York City, WWF held its first event in the fourth and current incarnation of Madison Square Garden. 
In the featured bout, WWF champion Bruno Sammartino defeated Bo Ramos by submission. 26 years ago, I was going to point out the picture on the screen uh, right now shows that it's in its construction mode in 1968. Um, if I recall right, this is like a 10 story building and there's two actual levels with uh, arenas. Like there's two arenas in this building. So you're seeing the first level and then they obviously put another one in uh, there as well. So that's why they can do things like basketball and hockey on the same night. And, yes. you had, and you had the two different looks, uh, depending on what uh, WD you end up using, which level. And um, also, um, I think it's right beside it. I think it's the building on the left. That is also their amphitheater where they have also events and where they have that Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock uh, match at uh, one of the WrestleManias. Yeah, and I think uh, there was also part of... Uh, uh, WrestleMania or something that Randy Savage was uh, involved in uh, that side of the amphitheater as well. Uh, I, I think that actually that might have been WrestleMania 10 when it was the uh, um, match that it went anywhere. I think they actually went into the other arena. Yeah. So moving on from buildings. 19 years ago, on a SmackDown taping, Billy and Chuck defeated Taz and Spike Dudley to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. 15 years ago, WWE No Way Out. Uh, sorry, WWE presented No Way Out. Matt Hardy and Tatanka defeated Eminem, Joey Mercury, and Johnny Nitro. Chris Benoit defeated Booker T to win the United States Championship. Randy Orton defeated Rey Mysterio to win a World Heavyweight Championship match at WrestleMania. And Kurt Angle defeated The Undertaker to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, just want to go back uh, a moment. Uh, 26 years ago, uh, WCW had Super Brawl 5. Alex Wright defeated Paul Roma following the event. Roma was fired from WCW for sandbagging Alex Wright's offense and attempted to kick out of the planned finish of the match. Kevin Sullivan also defeated Brother Dave, which was uh, Dave Sullivan, uh, the equalizer, I believe he was before he became a uh, simpleton uh, brother of uh, Dave, I mean, Kevin Sullivan. Harlem Heat uh, defeated the Nasty Boys. They always had great matches together. Blacktop Bully, which was Demolition Smash, defeated Dustin Rhodes. Obviously, this was leading up to their... Uh, uh, uncensored match where they both got fired, and we'll probably talk about that later on. And of course, the main event saw Hulk Hogan taking on Vader, and Hogan defeated Vader to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Hogan getting top billing on that again. <laughs> so, nine years ago, WWE presented the Elimination Chamber. CM Punk defeated Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler, The Miz, R-Truth, and Chris Jericho in the Raw Elimination Chamber match to retain the WWE Championship. Daniel Bryan defeated Santino Morella, The Great Khali, Wade Barrett, Cody Rhodes, and The Big Show in the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. And John Cena defeated Kane and in Ambulance match. Yeah, the graphic here that I ended up finding for the event didn't end up having uh, the 
uh, replacement of Santino in it because he was, uh, I guess, supposed to be Randy Orton in that match, but then oh. it became Santino. I'd, I'd be kind of ticked as a fan if uh, I got robbed of seeing Randy Orton. So, uh, February 20th, 43 years ago, in New York City, Bob Backlund defeated superstar Billy Graham to win the WWWF Championship in N. Graham's run at 296 days. This would be the start of Backlund's long reign as WWWF champ. 32 years ago, NWA presented Chai Town Rumble. Sting defeated Butch Reed, the Midnight Express, Bob Eaton, and Stan Lane, and Jim Cornette defeated the Orient Express, Jack Victory, and Randy Rose, and Paulie dangerously in a loser leaves NWA match. Randy Rose was the one pinned in the match, so he was the one that was booted out of the NWA. Mike Rotunda defeated Rick Steiner to win the NWA World Television Championship. Lex Luger defeated Barry Windham to win the NWA United States Championship, and Ricky Steamboat defeated Ric Flair to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. 27 years ago, WCW presented Super Brawl 4. This event was never actually released on video, but it was finally available in 2014 on the WWE Network. Some of the matches were Harlem Heat, Kane and Cole, defeated Thunder and Lightning, Terry Taylor defeating uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Dustin Rhodes, Flying Brian, and Sting defeated Paul Orndorff, Rick Rude, and Steve Austin in a Thunder Cage match. And Ric Flair defeated Vader in a Thunder, cat, uh, uh, thunder Cage match as well to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. The boss was the special referee. Almost said yep. uh, Thundercats. Yeah. Well, at least they used the uh, thing twice. Uh, kind of odd. Uh, you didn't see those uh, sort of gimmick matches back-to-back until WD was doing them like we just saw multiple uh, Hell in a Cells or uh, TLC matches and stuff like that just for men and women. And But to see that back in that, that time was kind of odd. What if they did it because of you know budget reasons? Yeah, 26, 26 years ago on Monday Night Raw, Sid Justice, Psycho Sid, made his return to the WWF as the bodyguard for Shawn Michaels. Wasn't sure if he was called Sid Justice when he came back or that was during his uh, Psycho Sid days. This was uh, Psycho Sid. Sid Justice only actually existed in his first run in uh, WWE, and then he, uh, or WWF, but then when he became heel, the name Sid Justice really didn't uh, fit him, and then, you know, softball season came, and he ended up leaving, Uh, I went back to WCW, there was the, uh, I'm not sure if it was before or after, uh, there was the stabbing with uh, Arn Anderson and everything, so I think that's definitely how he earned the psycho uh moniker after that and uh vince wanted to uh, spell it differently without the p and have it uh analytically as well with the double s's 22 years ago on the tonight show with jay leno bill goldberg challenges stone cold steve austin to a match and would put up 
100000 of his own money to wrestle or fight Austin anywhere in the world, even if it's in the NBC back alley. Austin's reply to this challenge days later, when Goldberg makes it to the big leagues, this would happen. But of course it would never happen as Austin would retire only months before Goldberg would sign with the WWE. He did at least give uh, Goldberg a stunner as Goldberg decided to walk out uh, to WrestleMania 20. Um, that is correct. So Steve at least did get uh, that shot in. And I would definitely say that is probably in the top 10 of worst matches out of WrestleMania. Well, it didn't help that both uh, participants were known to be leaving and the fans heard about it thanks to dirt sheets and everything. And they decided to just crap on the whole thing because why do we care? The ref was the most over guy who was actually staying, but couldn't uh, do anything. Yeah, that's a problem when your referee is more popular than the two guys wrestling. Uh, yep. 21 years ago, WCW presented Super Brawl 2000. The show had an unadvertised appearance by music legend James Brown at a price of only $25,000. Brian Noms defeated Bam Bam Bigelow to win the WCW Hardcore Championship. Three Count, Evan Courageous, Shannon Moore, and Shane Helms defeated Norman Smiley in a three-on-one handicap match. Yeah. Uh, Tank Abbott defeated Big Al in a leather jacket on a pole match. The bout is remembered for Abbott pulling a knife on Big Al, threatening to kill him post-match. Yikes. I don't even remember who Big Al was, but yeah, that's just crazy that a knife would be pulled out during a match like that. Yeah, that stuff only happens like in Japan, I think. Uh, Hulk Hogan defeated the Total Package. And Sid Vicious defeated Scott Hall and Jeff Jarrett in a three-way match to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. 20 years ago today at a SmackDown taping, The Cat fought in her last match with the WWE against Ivory to a no contest. Stacey the Cat Carter would be released a week later. Some say it's because they dropped the right to censor angle. Others believe it was her backstage attitude that led to her release. Lawler, who was married to the cat at the time and left the company in protest. Of course, they got divorced and Lawler came back to the WWE. Yeah, and surprisingly enough, uh, I think she might have hooked up with Russ Haas. Uh, and that was uh, Charlie Haas's brother, uh, obviously mm. before he passed away. But And that was what ended up breaking up their marriage. But then in later years, uh, Stacey Carter uh, actually hooked up with Sin Bodhi, or people would uh, recognize Kizarni. Uh, Ontario oh. residents would know uh, Sin Bodhi uh, from the apocalypse days. But yeah, uh, that's a combination I would not have seen as... Stacy Carter with uh, Sin. Mm -hmm. Of course, we benefited uh, with that happening because Lawler then uh, was uh, doing the indie scene, and we actually got to see him in London uh, during that uh, period that he was away from the WWF. Very true. Si yeah. 16 years ago, WWE presented No Way Out plus a Sunday night heat taping. Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio defeated the Basham uh, brothers to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Chavel Guerrero defeated Franaki, Spike Dudley, Shannon Moore, Aiko, 
and Paul London in a six-man elimination match to win the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. John Cena defeated Kurt Angle to win the number one contenders tournament for the WWE Championship. With the win, Cena earned a championship match at WrestleMania 21. And JBL defeated the Big Show in a barbed wire steel cage match to retain the WWE Championship. I didn't even know they had a barbed wire steel cage match in the WWE. That was definitely a rare uh, thing. I, I don't even recall at any other time uh, that they used barbed wire, especially not in that manner. Uh, later on, you'd see uh, Foley using it with his baseball bats. Well, Foley had already done that uh, at that time, but that was the extent of any use of uh, barbed wire was the baseball bats or the two-by-fours that Foley would wrap, but they always made sure that they were gimmicked in a way uh, that it wasn't noticeable. But as far as using barbed wire in this manner for a match, I think it was the one and only time that WD ever did it. Hmm. I'm going to have to definitely check that one out. 16 years ago in Tokyo, Satoshi Kojima defeated Hiroshi Tenzan by knockout to unify the All Japan Triple Crown and IWGP Heavyweight Championships. 15 years ago on Raw, Shelton Benjamin defeated Ric Flair to win the WWE IC belt. And there he is there, all smiling. 11 years ago, Scott Colton, best known to wrestling fans as Colt Cabana, was released from the WWE. Yeah, uh, when I looked up for this picture, because uh, I knew uh, Colt Cabana worked the, there, but Scott Colton, when you Google that for a picture, there was actually a wrestler named Scott Colton there. Huh? When this Scott Colton, known as uh, Colt Cabana to everybody else, when he was there, he was actually going by the name Scotty Goldman. And uh, I saw him actually at a smash event here in London at the uh, uh, music hall. And when he was uh, playing around and rolling in from one side and out the other and sitting on the audience, I actually got a Sc Scotty Goldman uh, chant uh, started a bit. And he was just like surprised that somebody remembered that name. And it was just like, ah. So it's kind of fun uh, needling him for that. But, yeah, uh, there being two Scott Coltons uh, in wrestling and the one becoming Colt Cabana, who's now in uh, AEW. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for those that don't know, there's actually been three Percy Pringles in wrestling. Really? Yes. I, I just learned that. I think it's next week we learned that. Um well. So 10 years ago, WWE presented Elimination Chamber. Did you know in Germany this event is called No Way Out? Edge well, defeated... Sorry, go ahead. It kind of makes sense considering uh, the idea of a the word chamber being used. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> over in that side of uh, the world. Uh, I don't blame them for changing it and keeping the No Way Out moniker. Now, do they do they call it the elimination chamber? As far as the like, are they getting a? They're not getting probably the English feed. So are they no, calling? They I wonder if they call own, the uh, cage something else. Yeah, they have their own Germany uh, commentators. So be uh, 
wanting to find out what they actually do call it when it does uh, get set up. Because yeah. even the other day, maybe they just call it the Super Cage. Maybe. Edge defeated Kane, Drew McIntyre, Wade Barrett, Rey Mysterio, and The Big Show in an Elimination Chamber match to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. The Core, Heath Slater, and Justin Gabriel defeated Santino Morella and Vladimir Kozlov to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. The Miz defeated the Jerry the King Lawler to retain the WWE Championship. And John Zena defeated Randy Orton, John Morrison, R-Truth, King, King Sheamus, and CM Punk in an Elimination Chamber match to become the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Eight years ago, Jack Hagar, a.k.a. Jack Swagger, was arrested and charged in Biloxi, Mississippi for speeding, DUI, and marijuana possession. After his WrestleMania match versus Del Rio, he would slide down the card. Oh yeah, man, he, he looks was, great in that picture. That's a great picture you found. That's yeah, that nice. was his actual mugshot uh, that TMZ had. Uh, it was interesting uh, that at that time he was with uh, Dutch Mantel going by Zeb Coulter, and they were doing like a We the People uh, sort of gimmick, and a lot of people changed it from him going We the People to Weed the People. Ah. With him being yeah. caught for the uh, marijuana. Which, if you were here in Ontario or Canada, for that matter, it wouldn't matter. Not anymore. Today would have been the 100th birthday of Herman Gustav Rode, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Buddy Rogers. Did you know that before becoming a legend in the ring, he worked in the circus and a shipyard and became a police officer? He was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 1994. Moving on now to February 21st, 28 years ago, WCW presented Super Brawl 3, and this was the first WCW pay-per-view of the Eric Bischoff era. We seen two Code Scorpio defeat Chris Benoit, Cactus Jack defeated Paul Orndorff in a Falls Count Anywhere match, the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton and Robert uh, G. Oh, I, I cut some of that off. Oh, anyways... Barry Windham defeated the Great Muda to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, and Big Van Vader defeated Sting in a White Castle of Fear leather strap match. And we're only wonder what Rock and Roll Express did. I don't. I I, I chopped it off. Yeah, twenty-two well, years ago. The thing yep. is, if you if you ever get a chance to look back on YouTube about this, look up the uh, White Castle of Fear uh, vignettes that. Sting and uh, Vader did. They're just utterly ridiculous and hokey uh, sort of community theater. There's, uh, I I don't know the proper term, and I apologize if I'm insulting somebody, but they had a midget there that was running around doing stuff like Hornswoggle would, uh, Vader in this big white fur coat, and the different camera angles, uh, and Sting coming in in a helicopter to the big uh, white mountains. <laughs> it's cheese at its best. I don't know which one, which one's cheesier though, that one or the one with uh, Sting, Bulldog, Vader, and uh, I think it was Sid uh, by the water with the whole, you know, the kids telling them there's a bomb in the boat. And <laughs> True. But I think that, 
Yeah, WCW had some classics, and then they dropped the ball on some that I thought were uh, better. Like, as hokey as it was, the Mick Foley lost uh, in New York or whatever it was when he uh, had amnesia. I I would have loved to have seen that play out better or somebody do something like that again. But, yeah, they ended that one quickly, and then they do other crap. And you wonder why they're not in business any longer. Yeah, it's too bad. But that's what we got memories for. 22 years ago, WCW presented Super Brawl 9. Kidman defeated Chavo Guerrero Jr. to retain the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Barry Windham and Kurt Henning defeated Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko to win the the vacant WCW World Tag Team Championship in the tournament final. The Outsiders, Nash and Hall, defeated Conan and Rey Mysterio Jr. in a hair versus mask match. It was Mysterio's mask against Elizabeth's hair. Scott Steiner defeated Diamond Dallas Page to retain the WCW World Television Championship. Scott Hall defeated Rowdy Piper to retain the United States Championship. And Hollywood Hogan defeated Ric Flair to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. 16 years ago today on Raw, Chris Mordowski makes his WWF television debut as the masterpiece Chris Masters. The show is best remembered for Royal Rumble winner Batista officially making his decision on the title match uh, of choice for WrestleMania 21. Batista gave the thumbs down to a SmackDown contract, choosing to stay on Raw and challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, uh, as you can see on the screen, it was actually a really well set up uh, thing that the fans, I think, clearly knew that Batista was going to end up choosing to go against uh, Triple H because we would see uh, Triple H and Ric Flair conspiring to try and make sure that Batista chose a SmackDown uh, contract. They were uh, trying to get JBL to insult Batista. They were doing everything in their power to uh, get this decision to go the SmackDown way, but they didn't realize that Batista was able to see or was eavesdropping on these uh, decisions uh, earlier in the show. Uh, he was outside a locker room hearing uh, Triple H and Ric Flair uh, conspiring. And so when he picked up both uh, contracts, he threw down the raw one, and you thought Triple H and Ric Flair, thumbs up, as you see there, happy that he's going to do it. And then as you're looking right now, he thumbs up, thumbs down, which actually calls back to uh, the night after SummerSlam in uh, 2004, when uh, they did that with Randy Orton and turned on Orton here in London at the John Labatt Center. So a lot of good connections there and keeping storyline going and seeing Triple H's face uh, stunned that, oh, God, he picked uh, me instead. And it was another part of evolution gone. I, I, I love – I can watch it all day. Ric Flair's eyes do that. Uh, he is really good with facial expressions. Uh, 11 years ago today, WWE presented Elimination Chamber 2010. The Undertaker suffered first and second degree burns when mistimed pyrotechnics went off on his coat during his entrance. 
Uh, John Cena defeated Sheamus, Triple H, Randy Orton, Ted DiBiase, and Kofi Kingston in an elimination chamber match to win the WWE Championship. Post-match, Mr. McMahon orders another championship match, pitting Cena against Batista. With Batista defeating John Cena in just 31 seconds to win the WWE Championship. And Chris Jericho defeated the Crispy Undertaker, Rey Mysterio, John Morrison, R-Truth, and CM Punk in an Elimination Chamber match to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Ten years ago on Raw, both The Undertaker and Triple H made their returns to WWE programming and made a match with one another for WrestleMania 27 without saying a word. Of note, John Cena brought back his Dr. Thombinomics gimmick and cut a rap-style promo on The Rock. Yeah, that then one the was a uh, really cool moment with uh, Triple H and Undertaker. I think Triple H came out first. And before he could even say anything, out came Taker, uh, did his long walk to the uh, ring, took off his uh, hat, and they stood nose to nose. Thankfully, uh, Undertaker didn't uh, lose an eye with uh, any injury on that one. But then they just looked at each other. Uh, Triple H looked over at the WrestleMania sign. Taker looked at the WrestleMania sign. They looked at each other, nodded, and Taker walked away. And... A easiest promo without having to come up with any uh, script for it. Uh, and set up for, I think it was their third uh, round at WrestleMania. Uh, I know they did uh, WrestleMania 17. This might have been the uh, second or third one that they did uh, against each other at WrestleMania. Yes. And... Do, 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 do. Yes, and The Miz and John Cena played hot potato with the WWE tag belts. The core Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel would win the rematch that same night. And today would have been the 60th birthday of famed women's wrestler Ronda Sandy. She became the first stampede. Look at the, look at the picture on the left. She is a beauty, I'm telling you. Uh, she became a first Stampede Wrestling Women's Champion in 1997 and would win the World Wrestling Council Women's Championship in Puerto Rico five times from 1987 to 1990 as Monster Ripper. Uh, she spent a year in the WWF as Bertha Faye and would win the Women's Championship. She was also a Nitro Girl Beef in WCW, Unfortunately, she would be misused in America as she was a much better star in Japan. Uh, on July 27, 2001, Singh died in her birthplace of Calgary, Alberta, Canada, due to heart failure brought on by a drug overdose. She was only 40 years old. Yeah, I, I don't recall the Nitro Girl beef uh, moment. Neither do I, but I, I looked for the pictures and they're there. <laughs> It definitely doesn't age well uh, hearing that uh, name and everything. Uh, when she was Bertha Faye, she was teamed up with uh, Harvey Whippleman, and uh, he, that was his main squeeze, and they uh, did sort of a trailer park trash uh, romance uh, with them. And to this day, downtown Bruno, a.k.a. Harvey Whippleman, still works for uh, WD. More as a gopher than anything, but he's still... Uh, you know what? I think he has... One of the best jobs. 
I would I would love that type of job of okay, this is what we need for tonight. Go find it. Ooh, that'd be so fun. Yeah, and I think uh, he fell a little bit on hard times, but he uh, also helped uh, Dwayne Johnson uh, when he was uh, getting in to wrestling. And uh, there's a video out there recently that has D- uh, Dwayne giving a brand new truck to uh, Bruno. Uh, as a uh, thank you, because Bruno's truck it was a uh, pile of garbage by the time uh, just recently. And yeah, he was sort of down and out. And Rock uh, repaid his debt in a way, always knew who to rely on, and uh, honored Bruno with a uh, brand new truck. Such a nice guy. Moving on to February 22nd. 37 years ago in Tokyo, Japan, Jumbo Sutra defeated Nick Bockwinkle to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Terry Funk was the special guest referee. 33 years ago, the Midnight Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, defeated the Rock and Roll Express, Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton to win the vacated AWA World Tag Team Championship. I always felt a a nice picture of them too right there. Yeah, but I always felt it was sad that these guys, tag team specialists, won the AWA titles and had a really good run uh, with going against Doug Summers and Buddy Rose and everything they they did in the AWA. But when they went to WWE or WWF, they were touted as these great specialists that never got the titles. And, yeah, crazy that they got titles separately then together. Yeah. They did get the titles in real land, but got taken them away because of fantasy land. Yeah. 28 years ago on Monday Night Raw, Hulk Hogan returns for the first time since his DQ victory over Sid Justice at WrestleMania 8. Hogan forms an alliance with a longtime BFF, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, calling themselves the Mega Maniacs with Jimmy Hart as their manager. I absolutely hated that pairing. I actually didn't mind it. Like I I openly admit that I'm not a Hulkamaniac. Um, so when he was gone, I was like, oh, great, you know. But I was a uh, fan of Beefcake, even though, you know, you hear uh, Conrad and uh, Bruce always call him Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake because he was the one who beat Mr. Perfect. But, you know, I was a Beefcake <laughs> fan, uh, even though he was a tail, uh, like, riding the coattails of Hogan's career, basically. But I loved Beefcake, and when he got his face squashed uh, in that parasailing accident, and to see him being able to come back uh, yes. to wrestling in 93 was awesome for me. And then what they did with the uh, Money, Inc., destroying uh, him with the uh, Halliburton, and the following week he comes back and you see he's all bruised up but he brought hogan i was like yay hogan's here with beefcake and he's not in the main event scene i can be okay with this hogan version but then we saw what happened at wrestlemania 9 yeah let's never talk about that again 23 years ago, actually, I thought I, no, I didn't. So 23 years ago, WCW presented Super Brawl 8. Uh, WCW would crown a new champ as the two controversial bouts between Sting and Hollywood Hogan held the title up. 
Booker T defeated Rick Martel to win the WCW World Television Championship. Booker T defeated Saturn to retain the WCW Television Championship. Chris Jericho defeated Juventud Guerrera in a title versus mask match via submission to retain the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. With the loss, Guerrero was forced to unmask, and a lot of young uh, women in the crowd were very happy about that. And the Outsiders, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, defeated the Steiners, Rick and Scott, to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Late in the match, Scott turned on his brother Rick, opening the door for Hall to hit the Outsiders Edge and win the titles. And in the main event, Sting defeated Hollywood Hogan to win the vacated WCW World Heavyweight Championship. I bet Christmas wasn't uh, very enjoyable after uh, Scott turned on Rick. No, unless they, no. Unless they patched it up before Christmas time. I, I, I heard they didn't sit beside each other at Christmas just so they didn't break kayfabe. Yeah, well, this was February, so you know, no. if there was any birthdays that came up, that would have been... Really rough times in the Steiner house. Yeah, it would have been. 21 years ago on a SmackDown taping in Nashville, Tennessee, Crash Holly defeated Tess to win the WWF Hardcore Championship. Following the mask, match, uh, Crash declared that he would defend the title 24 hours a day, seven days a week. As long as there's a referee present, chaos would ensue for years. It's funny that you see this picture and it definitely does reflect what JR always called him being the Elroy Jetson of uh, professional wrestling. And if you're familiar with the Jetsons, this picture definitely makes him look like Elroy. Do, 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 do. 11 years ago today, WWE announces former women's champion Wendy Richter would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. That evening on Raw from Indianapolis, Indiana, Maurice defeated Gail Kim in a tournament final to win the vacated WWE Divas Championship. Moving on to February 23rd, 31 years ago today, WWF presented the main event. Uh, the show's hook was the WrestleMania 4 rematch, or sorry, WrestleMania 5 rematch for the WWF Championship featuring champion Hulk Hogan and challenger Rainey Savage with world heavyweight boxing champion Mike Tyson as the special referee. A funny thing happened on the way to Detroit, though. Tyson lost the heavyweight title in Tokyo, Japan, a month prior. So Tyson pulled out of his scheduled appearance and the WWF got new world champion Buster Douglas to take his place. It turned out, though, that it would be cost-efficient, um, as bringing in Tyson would have cost the company a million, and WWF reportedly paid just 110000 to bring in Douglas compared to Tyson's million. And Hogan defeated Randy Savage on that card to retain the WWF championship. Buster Douglas was the special uh, referee, and, uh, oh, that, I don't know why that's in there twice, but who cares? The Ultimate Warrior defeated Dino Bravo to retain the WWF Intercontinental Championship. 24 years ago, today, WCW presented Super Brawl 7 from the Cow Palace in San Francisco, California. Six defeated Dean Malenko to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Eddie Guerrero defeated Chris Jericho to retain the WCW United States Heavyweight Championship. Jeff Jarrett defeated Steve McMichael, earning a spot with the Four Horsemen. 
Chris Benoit defeated Kevin Sullivan in a San Francisco death match. Those matches were always good with Chris Benoit and Kevin Sullivan. You want some good hardcore matches? Watch their stuff. Well, Jay it also Kim, helps that they had a lot of personal rivalry going on since yes. Nancy left. Up. Nancy left Kevin for Chris. Chris Benoit. I hope it worked out for her. Chris Benoit defeated Kelly Seven. Oh, I already said that one. Uh, the Giant and Lex Luger defeated the Outsiders, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. And Hollywood Hogan defeated Roddy Piper to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. 22 years ago today, Richard Wilson, best known to wrestling fans as the Renegade, died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound in his home in Atlanta, Georgia. He was just 33. 19 years ago today, Ring of Honor was born. The first show uh, from the Murphy Recreation Center in Philly, uh, Pennsylvania, has been retroactively named the Era of Honor Begins. On the card, Super Crazy defeated Eddie Guerrero to win the IWA Intercontinental Championship, and Loki defeated Christopher Daniels and Brian Danielson. 18 years ago today, WWE presented No Way Out from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Matt Hardy defeated Billy Kidman to win the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Brock Lesnar and Chris Benoit defeated Team Angle, Kurt Angle, Sheldon Benjamin, and Charlie Haas in a three-on-two handicap match. Triple H defeated Scott Steiner to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Steve Austin defeated Eric Bischoff. This was Austin's first appearance since he walked out on WWE the previous summer. And The Rock defeated Hulk Hogan. This was The Rock's first pay-per-view bout since SummerSlam the previous August. So two big returns in that pay-per-view. And Montreal was actually the place that uh, turned Hogan face. Uh, well, Toronto did at WrestleMania, but the, they solidified it definitely the next night. A, huge long ovation uh the following night in montreal uh when hogan came back out wearing the uh red and uh yellow uh, mm -hmm. after uh, losing to the rock and uh having hall and nash turn on him 17 years ago today on raw from omaha nebraska victoria defeated molly holly jazz and lita in a fatal four-way elimination match to win the wwe women's championship in the show's main event, Vince McMahon and Eric Bischoff went to a no contest when Brock Lesnar attacked special referee Steve Austin. Eleven years ago, WWE presented the debut episode of NXT from the Bradley Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The show featured eight rookies paired with eight WWE superstars competing in a three-month-long competition for a WWE contract in a World Championship match on pay-per-view. Yeah, to uh, see this uh, thing in front, of, uh, the picture in front of us, uh, just the matchups that they had. I don't think everybody is where they should be uh, as far as the pros lined up with their uh, uh, rookies. But when you consider Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson uh, was named a rookie uh, for this show, and his uh, mentor or pro was The Miz who had less experience than him. Yeah. Uh, it was just kind of crazy uh, booking on that one, but, you know, it is WWE land. Um, 
definitely I would go back and watch that first episode. I think you're going to mention the, uh, what the main event was on it. Uh, with uh, Yes, uh, Chris Jericho defeated Di- Daniel Bryan on that. Yeah, so it was a really good uh, main event there. And you look at the rookies, and sadly enough, only Daniel is uh, still active. Fred Rosser, who uh, is in there, uh, Darren Young, he uh, is, I believe, in MLW. You got Ryback, uh, who's, who was Skip Sheffield, who's just lost his mind. Uh, Heath Slater is over in uh, uh, Impact. David Otunga is in some uh, commentary with WD still uh, for panels. And you got uh, Wade Barrett, who's doing commentary for uh, NXT on Wednesday nights now. There had been a rumor that uh, the Nexus, which were these guys after they graduated out of uh, the first season, were actually going to get back together on last year's WrestleMania. But with everything that happened with COVID, Mm. that got shut down and they didn't uh, bring them in. But I think they were supposed to be part of uh, John Cena's Firefly Funhouse match with uh, Bray Wyatt. So we'll have to see what happens this year, if they bring that up, especially with Wade Barrett now working there. It will be interesting to see. There's a more All clear right. picture of the rookies there. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Seven years ago, WWE presented another Elimination Chamber. Big E defeated Jack Swagger to retain the WWE IC belt. The New Age Outlaws, Road Dogg, and Billy Gunn defeated the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, to retain the WWE Tag Belts. And Randy Orton defeated John Cena, Sheamus, Daniel Bryan, Antonio Cesaro, and Christian in an Elimination Chamber match to retain the WWE World Belt. Yeah, another match that was on there that uh, you see in the picture was actually a a tremendous uh, six-man tag featuring the Wyatts uh, taking on uh, the Shield. And the fans were just so into that match. It was mind-blowing how into it was. And it was a really good match between uh, these six competitors. It's unfortunate that uh, Luke Harper, Brody uh, Lee, is no longer with us. Yeah, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, um, he impressed me when he had that match with... uh, um, oh, his name is Kate me now. Um, uh, Dolph Ziggler at one of the pay per views, and it was, I think, one of the best WWE matches I'd seen in a long time. Yeah, I think that was involving the Intercontinental title. Yeah, and I, th- I think it was like a no hold sparred match or something because I think one of them put the other guy through a ladder or something. I can't quite remember, but I remember I was impressed. So, moving on to February 24th. 30 years ago today, uh, WCW presented Wrestle War 91. Uh, Ricky Morton, the Junkyard Dog, and Tommy Rich defeated Big Cat and State Patrol. Lieutenant James Earl and Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker to retain the WCW World 6 Man Tag Team Championship. Big Van Vader and Stan Hansen fought to a double DQ. Luger defeated Dan Spivey to retain the WCW US belt. 
The Fabulous Freebirds, Jimmy Garvin and Michael Hayes defeated Doom, Butch Reed and Ron Simmons to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. And Larry Zabisco and the Four Horsemen, Barry Windham, Ric Flair, and Sid Vicious defeated Frying Flying Ryan Sting and the Steiner Brothers in a War Games match. Brian Pillman was deemed unable to continue after he was knocked out from a series of powerbombs. And that's a rarity for a War Games match to be won by the heels. Yes, yes. And and I'm wondering, uh, do you remember any War Games where the, the good team has the actual advantage? Never. With the coin flip, you think they would have done it once. Yeah, I know it's happened in WWE or with NXT because uh, they brought back War Games and yes. uh, they did do a uh, face side getting the advantage, which was totally mind-boggling. But yeah, you always knew the heels were going to get the advantage because they're heels. It has to happen. Yeah, that, yep, that's true. I, you know, I don't know. I do like the NXT version of the War Games. Uh, and uh, I, I actually appreciate that they fixed the, the middle of the ring problem. So, well, come on. Yeah, Arn Anderson, who's an MVP of War Games, was awesome with his head caught between the two rings and Dustin Rhodes uh, beating on him that one year that they were in the War Games against each other. I will say the excitement for the War Games was more so back then than it is now. Back then, there was something a little more barbaric, and the cage didn't look as, you know, good, and it was really low, and Sting could do some cool shit on it. And... But moving on. Oh, sorry, go ahead. And they had a roof on it. Yes, they did. The NXT version does not have a roof. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I guess you really don't need a roof on it. 26 years ago today in... Erglanger, Kentucky. That's a, I never, wow, E R L A N G E R. I've never even heard of that place. Dan Severin defeated Chris Candido to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. 24 years ago today on Monday Night Raw, Extreme Championship Wrestling invades the Manhattan Center. The Eliminators, the Blue World Order, Taz and his team. The Dudley Boys, New Jack, Sabu, Little Guido, The Sandman, and Mikey Whipwreck all appeared on the show. In a roundabout way, the show served as a cross-promotion for ECW's first ever pay-per-view, Barely Legal, taking place in April. And this would be the last time Raw was filmed at the Manhattan Center, and Ken Shamrock made his debut on the program as he was sitting in the crowd and was confronted by Farouk in the show's main event. And, of course, the re surprise return of the Legion of Doom. Yeah, I enjoyed that show, and it's worth going back on the network and uh, checking that out. Um, a lot of people didn't realize that Vince McMahon was somewhat uh, keeping ECW afloat at that time. So the invasion wasn't really an invasion, but uh, a nice working relationship that people think, oh, WD will never do that. Uh, because they're WWE, but it was to their advantage to do so. Unlike, you know, uh, a lot of people want to say that the forbidden door is available for WWE to approach AEW, but it's actually AEW begging them to do something. Like, they're not getting really anything out of these teamings with 
impact, but the moment WWE and AEW were to do something, AEW gets so much more publicity that, you know, that unfortunately it will never happen because there's not really any company that can benefit WWE at the moment to do any cross-promoting. If they do, it's because WWE's probably bankrolling them like uh, they did ECW back in the day. Yeah. The new Blackjacks, Brad Sean Wyndham, uh, defeated the Godwins, Henry O. and Phineas. Uh, Taz defeated Mikey Whipwreck via submission. The Legion of Doom uh, defeated the Headbangers, Mosh and Thrasher, to a double countout. Tommy Dreamer defeated Devon Dudley, and The Undertaker defeated Farouk via DQ. And remember, a lot of these guys that were in ECW, no one watching uh, on uh, Raw knew who the hell these guys were. Um, but they did get to see some uh, different wrestlers, and it was a great storyline. And would that have been the shows as well that uh, Sabu uh, jumped off the air? Yes, it does. Uh, that's what ended the show with a uh, brawl and all that. Um, but yeah, unless you were a tape trader back in the day, uh, not a lot of people uh, knew about ECW because it was so underground at the time, even though it was basically your third company in uh, North America. They were Snapple. 18 years ago today on Raw from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Booker T last eliminated The Rock to win a 20-man battle royal in a World Heavyweight Championship match, match at WrestleMania 20, uh, sorry, 19. Ten years ago today, WWE announces in a press release they have signed Luis Ignacio, Ignacio sure, Irvine Eldred, uh, a.k.a. CML's top technico mystico, uh, Irving uh, would be rechristened Sin Cara. Of course, the deal didn't quite work out for Mystico as he was inconsistent, inconsistent in the ring, injuries, and violating the WWE's wellness policy. But hey, he was a great contributor to Botchomania. Seven years ago, WWE Network launched in the United States to the cheers of millions well it well it did take a while to get to a million, but now they've got the millions. Well, they actually got a billion dollars because if you're in the United States, uh starting next month in time yep. uh, just before Fastlane, it's going over to the Peacock network, but everything stays the same, whether you're here in Canada, UK, or anywhere else around the world, unless they uh end up doing a deal in your specific country. But in the US it's moving over to Peacock. I saw somebody wondering if some of the classic stuff was going to go too or if it would just be current stuff. But they're touting all the hours that they have in their archives. So I'm pretty sure everything is going over to Peacock. So you're not going to miss anything if you're in the U.S. You're just getting it from a different service. And if you want some commercials and don't mind them, you can pay $5 instead of $9.99 or you can continue paying $9.99 and get everything you uh, want or, and enjoy without commercials. Yeah, who's going to pay $5? Yeah, I'd rather I, pay the $9.99. I'd continue paying $9.99 if it was uh, offered and have it still commercial-free and 
at the same time, you're getting everything that Peacock has in yes. the uh, world. And that, that I would love to see what's on that uh, Peacock. Uh, February 15th and uh, February 25th. 15th. That doesn't sound right. That's probably supposed to be February 19th. 25th. 25th, okay. My goodness. I didn't smoke uh, that much uh, um, tobacco. Uh, so, February 25th. 27 years ago, NWA, in association with WCW, presented Russell War 90, Wild Thing. Kevin Sullivan and Buzz Sawyer defeated the Dynamic Dudes, Shane Douglas and Johnny Ace. The Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, defeated the Skyscrapers, Mark Callis and the Mask Scraper, in a Chicago street fight. Brian Pillman and Tom Zink defeated the Freebirds, Jimmy Garvin and Michael Hayes, who retained the NWA U.S. States Tag Team Championship. The Steiner Brothers, Rick and Scott, defeated Arn Anderson and Ole Anderson to retain the NWA World Tag Team Belts. And Rick Flair defeated Lex Luger by countout to retain the NWA World Belt. 26 years ago today, ECW presented Return of the Funker. Shane Douglas defeated Marty Jannetty to retain the ECW World Championship. That's right, that's right. They gave Marty Jannetty an ECW World Championship match. Uh, Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko defeated Sabu and the Tasmaniac to win the ECW World Tag Belts. Cactus Jack defeated DC Drake. Uh, Post-match, Cactus and Sandman get into a brawl and Funk in the Box is born. Uh, Cactus and Sandman get into a brawl. Sandman gets knocked into a large box. Cactus then pulls Sandman, uh, Sandman out of the box, or so he thought. He actually pulled, pulled out a hiding Terry Funk in Sandman's gear. Uh, I do wonder if this is why Funk was in a box on Raw when he would appear as Chainsaw Charlie. I'm just wondering. Anything's possible. Yeah, because it kind of makes sense now why he was in that box. Uh, 16 years ago today, WWF presented No Way Out. Uh, the Big Show defeated Raven to win the WWF Hardcore Belt. Chris Jericho defeated Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, and X-Pac in a 404 way to retain the IC Belt. Triple H defeated Steve Austin 2-1 in a three stages of hell match. Austin won the standard match. Triple H won the street fight to tie it, and Triple H landed on top of Austin to win the steel cage match. Uh, the brothers of Destruction, Kane and The Undertaker, in a triple threat tables match to retain the tag team championship. Do, 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 do. And The Rock defeated Kurt Angle to win the WWF championship. That would make The Rock the first six-time WWF championship in company history. And it's a happy 35th birthday for Maria Luis Ken Nellis, uh, still the wife of wrestler Mike Bennett, uh, and a happy birth 41st birthday to Shinsei Nakamura, and today would have been the 50th birthday of Sean Christopher Hare, best known to wrestling fans as Sean O'Hare. And, uh, of course, like to thank all the people that have ever documented everything that's happened in wrestling, uh, especially in North America. Uh, and uh, as well as some of the websites that I go to, uh, which I have mentioned in the past. I don't have it written on my sheet, and I can't remember them all. So 
It's Wikipedia and Cage the other side. one, Cage Side. Um, yeah, so uh, you can go check uh, those out if you are interested. Uh, a lot of the stuff I cut out, I don't have everything in there because sometimes it's their birthday, sometimes it's their death. So sometimes we don't go through the whole thing of everything they've done. And um, yeah, that is it this week. A uh, few rough spots in there. I know one of the last matches, I don't know who the Brothers of Destruction fought because I must have uh, deleted it, but hey. It was a uh, three-way match with uh, Edge and Christian and the Dudleys also. Oh, there you go. Uh, but All yes, right. thank you once again for taking us on this trip down memory lane. Uh, once again, we want to thank everybody who joined us, whether you're here in Canada, UK, or anywhere around the world. Uh, be sure to follow us on any of the uh, outlets that you're seeing down below. Email us, scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. We'll be back later on tonight with the Scumbags Wrestling podcast. Got a couple of announcements and stuff going on with that. And, uh, yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. Fantasy Warfare Tournament, which happened yesterday. Uh, be on the lookout for that in a repeat. You can go back into our archives and see that. We're honoring Black History Month at the end of uh, February and 16 of the greatest uh, African-American Black History Month uh, participants. A lot of history to uh, go through. So hopefully you checked out that show and uh, stay tuned to our Facebook page for updates on a lot of the special things that are coming up over the next little while. Anything else you'd like to uh, plug before we get out of here? Uh, no, uh, but I will be doing a little uh, more research on the UK side to see what's been going over over on that side. Yeah, well, try to include everybody. And uh, well, you have... Uh, Got stuff with uh, Mexico and uh, Japan uh, sprinkled through uh, around time. So, hey, Robbie Brookside and everybody else, uh, the NXT brands, there's a lot of history. Uh, you know, William Regal, uh, when Darren was uh, first getting in there, plenty of uh, rich history over that way. So got one commercial, and we'll be out of here, and we'll see you next time on this week in wrestling history. Have a good one. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags of Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Then, Thursdays at noon, take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with This Week in History. Relive title changes, births, deaths, and some of the best events of all time. Finally, join us for the latest in wrestling news, show results, and predictions Thursday nights at 8 p.m. for the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. The Scumbags Wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, along with our audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We're a proud part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network and the Johnners Podcast Network.